Welcome to Talking Chef. I'm Adam Moore. On the show, I have Soma from Effendi and Ennison Restaurants in Sydney. Also, the author of Anatolia, The Adventures of Turkish Cuisine. Chefs are passionate people. With every dish, they continually strive for perfection. But perfection demands quality. Quality they can trust to meet the challenges they face every day. That's why chefs choose Unox. Unox, challenge yourself. Contact Unox Australia to arrange your complimentary individual cooking session at info at unoxaustralia.com.au. Simo, welcome to Talking Chef. Thank you, Adam. Mate, let's start with your journey. Where did that start? Um, it started in Istanbul in 1971, and um, I was born in a part of Istanbul that is the least, uh, least popular areas um, in terms of the tourists and everything. And, but it was quite multicultural, so I was lucky enough to catch the last glimpse of that multicultural city before um, nationalism kicked in, unfortunately, and most of the colors of that um, country, of that city, has left. When you started out, your mum was a chef, I yeah. believe. Yeah. You know, did she have an influence on your career? Naturally, naturally. I mean, uh, when I was a kid, it was more my, more my grandma um, because I was spending a lot of time with her and the stories and the way that she cooks, her sustainability approach, not because it's trendy, but it's a must because you don't have a lot of produce yeah. um, and you only have produce at certain seasons. Um, you know, that was pretty much just the foundation of my upbringing. With your family being heavily involved, was that your first decision as a career or did you go into cooking later? No, not at all. I mean, I never thought that I would be cooking because um, I was too good for it. That's what mom did, you know. So I studied and I overstudied even for my, you know, for my what, skill What did set. you study? I studied tourism and hotel management in Turkey. And then I came to Australia and studied uh, Master of Business Administration. Wow. Um, and then graduated from that and working in corporate hospitality. When you first went back to your passion, what was the first step you took? Was that here in Australia that you started cooking or was that back in Turkey? Well, look, I was the most, uh, probably most underpaid, most uh, neglected apprenticeship with my mother, you know, so I worked pretty much, pretty much for free for, you know, uh, food and board for, for many years. Uh, I was a drop back. Uh, drop back chef every time she um, she got rid of chefs, you know, so I learned a lot from her on how not to treat your team as well. Uh, she was a lover and she's a lovely, uh, lovely woman and an amazing cook, uh, but she had very certain ways. Yeah. So what made you come to Australia? Um, I came to Australia to study really, I mean to be very honest, Australian universities were the only ones who would expect my um, dismal transcript <laughs> to, get, to get a master's degree. Yeah. So I just jumped and I said, look, I just want to get away, want to clear my mind, you know, want to see what I'm going to do with my life. And then it was a good opportunity. So my plan was to just do my master's degree for two years, work a bit and go back to Turkey. Yeah. But, you know, I love the saying that life is what happens to you when you are busy making plans. Yeah. You know, my wife happened to me, which is the best thing that happened to me. And we met and I decided to call Australia, mainly Sydney home. How popular was Turkish cuisine back then mm. in 95? In, in Australia? Yeah. Well, it was pretty much just restricted to late night kebabs and Turkish bread that we don't know in Turkey. So <laughs> it's a version of Turkish bread that I never seen before. So now it wasn't. 
Not that it was only the, that popular, it had a really bad name to it, you know, yeah. so you would only have it after a big night out and then you would, I think, wrongly accuse the kebabs for the for everything that happens to you the next day. And um, so, yeah, it was quite limited. So 23 years ago, you probably wouldn't have had many Turkish ingredients here. You now own two restaurants, mm. Anison and uh, Effendi. What made you go into Turkish cuisine to, to really feature it here in Australia? Um, I guess, like, you know, sheer arrogance and, and wrong self-belief in myself. Um, it was the biggest challenge that I have ever had in my life. I mean, it's just, you know, I changed countries. I lived in three, four different countries in my life. And I thought I was quite adaptable uh, and doing different things and everything like that. And I ran many restaurants for companies, so I thought this would be so easy for me. Um, but the first two years of running F&D, um, you know, building it up was the hardest thing that I ever done in my life. Well, and now, you know, 10 years on from Effendi yeah. being open, uh, lots of awards behind its name. What are the philosophies between the two restaurants? Because Effendi was your baby mm. and Anison's now the mature version of Effendi. Yeah. What, what's the difference between the philosophies? So I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say mature version. I would say more kinky version of, kinky <laughs> version? Okay. of Effendi. It's a bit more young and vibrant and we can be a bit more adventurous with it. Yeah. Um, and it's a waterfront, so it's definitely lends itself to more seafood and veg vegetarian. And it's a drinking place too. You know, yeah. it's a mess about. Um, Effendi, um, has, when we first opened Effendi, I had this, um, I had this idea in myself that I wanted to I wanted to show Australia what the modern Turkish restaurant is about. Yeah. But it was very difficult because of the fact that there was no traditional Turkish restaurants. So while I was doing things that you know that I knew what would be, no one asked me because as they said, so what is the traditional way of doing that? And I very quickly learned, and you, if you listen to your customers, you look your guests, you learn uh, that they didn't want that. They just wanted to have good memories of Turkey that people have been to or they want to go to. What's your favorite Australian ingredient right now? Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm mesmerized with finger limes. I love finger it. limes. Yeah, yes. I'm going, I'm going through, a, I'm going through a zesty stage, I guess. I, I just love citrus at the moment and uh, finger limes. I play around, I play, play around a lot with them. I use them in Tarama and other. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And what's the one Turkish ingredient you would love to have here right now, but it's not here? Ah, oh, kaymak. Without a doubt, kaymak is the clotted buffalo milk cream. Yeah. You can only do it with the raw milk. And I know the regulations are changing, uh, but it's still there's not enough producers that does raw buffalo milk, yeah. let alone raw milk. Um, and you need to, you have a lot of loss with it. You lose about 90% uh, of the milk because you gently heat it up yeah. and have that amazing cream. But if you have that, that is, that is you know, if there's a heaven, this, that is what they are serving over there. Now, you, you started a journey of educating people on Turkish cuisine and you've written a book mm. and it's which is the the adventures of Turkish cuisine. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a fantastic book. What was the creative process to, to create a book on Turkish cuisine? Um, oh, very difficult because seriously, I mean, if, you, if you've been to Turkey, if you go to Turkey, um, you will know there is nothing called just Turkish cuisine. It is a, there are lots of different regional cuisines. There are seven regions in Turkey and every region will have five or six dominating cities, yeah. and they would each have their own culinary culture. You could easily write a book about a city in Turkey, 
and um, and just with their specialties, then you will move to another city and are out of it, and they will have a total different, uh, total different culinary culture. Well, because don't forget, I mean, Turkey, Anatolia have been the birthplace of civilization, one of the birthplaces, uh, one of the longest uh, agricultural land, oldest agricultural lands in the world. What's your advice for younger chefs coming in now? Uh, what would you say to the the young chefs, not just Turkish chefs, but uh, any young chef at the moment? Read the industrial magazines. Um, look at the realities that we are facing in the industry. Um, you know, don't just it's. I love MasterChef and every every TV cooking show, so I'm not going to bag them. Yeah. But in the end, it's a TV show. It's a show. It's not reality by the name of it, you know. So you need to be realistic about it. Yeah. It's highly, highly, highly unlikely that you will be a celebrity chef within four or five years of you starting cooking because you can cook this amazing dish. It is a profession. Yeah, you need to equip yourself. You need to, I guess, more for the Australian chefs. You are very lucky because you are in demand. So you can work in different places. Definitely go stick your teeth to it and work in a place. But when you say, look, I've learned everything that I can, just be like a vampire, just suck the blood of information from that restaurant. You know, if you come to a, go to a French restaurant, get as much as you can. But when you know that you got it, move on. Yeah. You know, the old generation, our generation of, um, of you know, staying in one place, um, that's, that's done. You know, so uh, the loyalty is a very important thing, but you also need to equip yourself because it's all about multifocus, learning different things, because you never know what's going to come next. One thing that I have to say that, uh, as I said, I lived in different, I lived in different major cities like London and Chicago. Sydney is the one that gave me that opportunity. Sydney is the one that um, that that told me, "Be yourself. We don't want Australianized version of this. Yeah. Uh, we want you. We want to." And people, the the guests are very uh, switched on on to check your story straight away. You know, if what you are saying is what you are putting on the on the plate, if you are delivering it. And I'm 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 grateful to um, to Australian culture, my second home, my new home, for being that. Uh, being the true multicultural society that doesn't try to change you, that doesn't try to force you to fit into them, yeah. but you can put whatever you want outside, and there are people who are willing to try it. And you cannot please everyone, and you need to know that. And But if you do something that comes from your heart, people are buying, and that's a great luxury. Well, we're, we're privileged to have you in Sydney. Uh, thank you for coming on Talking Chef. Thank you. It's a real honour. And uh, thank you for talking about Turkish cuisine. If you're interested in Turkish cuisine, uh, Effendi and Anderson are fantastic restaurants. Soma gets a lot of uh, VIPs from around the world. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Adam. Nice to see you. Thank you.